0: man who leads his people via compromise, first of all, all his women or his children have to do is get emotional and act like a victim. And then to make peace, he compromises. Who is the leader of his people then? The emotionalism of his women and his children. Be a chief for your people. Be a chief for your people. That's not, what is that? This is our series on uh, being an elder, continued. And uh, yeah, some of the topics I wanna bring up today are um, compromise, our our Western idea of authority, a Native American kind of concept of authority. And, um, yeah, what it means to be a chief for your people.
1: Well, that's a, if people have not been following, you know, that's elder. And elder, what does it mean to be an elder? Yeah. What does it mean to be a chief? Yeah. Um, so it must be confusing, but I think the juice today is going to be in the differences in what authority mean in the West and, say, Native Americans, which I think is very... Very interesting.
0: Where do we learn to compromise? Where do we learn it? Because compromise is—it's a very, um, like European, Western. You think so? I, I mean, I would say Western, except that Native Americans um, are in the West. <laughs>
1: you know. So you would say it comes with the way we look at authority. It's ingrained in the way authority is seen. And therefore, we're more. It's viewed as to it's, compromise.
0: it's viewed very much as a positive. Yes. Like in a democracy, yes. right, the leaders come together and they make compromises. Yes. And so it's viewed as a positive thing, and the way you, quote unquote, make a marriage work is through compromise. Yes.
1: You want to see a movie. She wants to see a movie, and uh, you agree on a third movie that you both don't like. Right. <laughs> Good
0: that's compromise, compromise. <laughs> and then you both suffer
1: relationships are about compromise they say
0: that's what they say and uh, i couldn't be further from, well they are but they shouldn't be so where do we learn compromise
1: yeah i'm thinking of it now it's it's ingrained in the authority that we have it's so a, it's it's a, a short term survival mechanism to the pain and suffering that comes from where, the way we have authority. Where do we them. learn it, though? School. That No? Wait. Well, relationships for one.
0: I'm thinking of, you know, you're, you're a kid you getting in a fight with your sister, you know, and I mean, I can hear it, you know, the mom or dad says, hey, you have to compromise, you know, you can't always have it your way. You know, there's only so much whatever to go around. Right. So you have to compromise as as if it's a good thing. And I was, this is a very old conversation for me authority and compromise. It's related to the honor work for me and all of this, but I was having kind of a new insight about it this morning that, um, in part I, I think it's this Western sense of identity as separate you know if you are just you yes and I am just me and there's only so much of something, yes, you yes know?
1: it has to be divided
0: yeah or there's a we have to agree to one law mm. that we're all going to obey then yeah we have to make compromises but if who I am includes you, you know, you're my people, you are my people, then if there's only so much of something, if I give you something, I'm richer, you know, Mm. it's not like I'm, (laughs) I'm suffering for that. Yes. You know, if I'm connected to you, if, if we are if we share this identity, which is much more of a Native American sense of self, is I belong to my people, you know, I am someone for my people. And um, in that sense, yeah, this idea of of compromise, this, this Western idea of compromise isn't necessary.
1: It's it's I mean this is an exploration of course so excuse me the maybe the vagueness but it's yeah if we have separateness or a stress on individualism then it's like then things become either or you know it's either for you or it's either for me you know? when 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 you have a connectedness then it becomes an and you know and instead of either or you know it's and because if I, if there's, if there's a connectedness, if I give to you, it's not you, it's
0: also me, you know? Think about if you have a two-year-old son, you know, and he's, he's starving, you know, and you happen upon uh, food not enough to s- satisfy both you and him, you know, and you give some to him until he's full. You know, it's yeah. not going to feel like a compromise. It's not going to feel like uh, this you're not going to su- my food. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're not going to feel suffering for yes. giving to him. In the work I do, I distinguish between compromise and suffering. And there are other options. You know, when there's a conflict, compromise and sacrifice. Right. Sorry, I make a distinction between compromise and sacrifice. If, when you make a sacrifice. You feel honored, you've gained. Uh, It may lead to resentment over time. Um, And so...
1: It's a great articulation, especially in the example of the food. You give the food to your boy and you feel more full.
0: Yes. Yes. That's the sacrifice. Yes. And there are other options other than uh, compromise and sacrifice. There's creating, right? There's expanding the wealth of whatever exists beyond what currently exists or beyond what you thought was possible. Uh-huh. There's a way of enriching both sides that that's a whole other area in itself. Um, but that's the and int- It's a skill set that, that for the most part, we don't learn.
1: Yes, but that's interest. That's the interesting part because we can explain that the individualism, the separateness leads to an either or in Western world and and maybe also uh, the idea of compromise. But why does it not lead to a better understanding of sacrifice, you know, and why does it not lead to a better understanding of there's a third option where we create a win-win for everyone, you know, because that would be helpful for that system. That seems very good, like I can see where the compromise comes from, but I don't understand why sacrifice and um, looking for a win-win, a third option, create a win-win, are not like inherent in that system. Well, just answer this, this in thirty seconds, Michael. Okay.
0: Yeah, this could sound uh, racist against white people, <laughs> but there's very much a, a history of domination, a way of domination in the Western, in the Western way, um, different from how, you know. A Western idea of authority is very different from, a, say, a Native American idea of authority, uh-huh. for example, and it's 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 really profound the distinction. Um, and most of us Westerners are very fucked up when it comes to issues of authority, including self authority. You know, guiding our when it comes to guiding ourself, we are we have learned. Self-domination from being dominated. We have learned right even to make compromises of our own values when it comes to ourselves, because we've been trained to compromise by those who uh, were our wow. authorities.
1: It's almost like a—it's
0: a, 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 almost like a,
1: a violence towards a peace uh, compared to a peace. It's almost like a um, a fight compared to a caring for. You know, like everything is a fight mm-hmm. between people, between nations with your own desires and have to f- come in and, you know, instead of like a care for, okay, yeah. you know, my body, I need to take care of my body so it understands that we don't need to drink alcohol or whatever or go to the
0: gym. Well, You can, you can go back to, you know, the, the Catholic idea of original sin. You're born a sinner. You're born wrong your body your desires everything that's of this earth is wrong is evil yes. just right there there's the separation and the division yes the, the war right
1: well yeah as if something is wrong and we need to correct it you are
0: wrong fundamentally you know i mean that you can't go deeper than that yes. you know just by being born this so whereas in a in a native american context. Uh, context although I've spent very little time with Native Americans what I've
1: learned from people who
0: have spent good time with them and and even if this is all a misunderstanding another way let's call it let's call it a Native American way um, of authority is as as chief was explained to me, a chief is one who carries all his people in his heart. Mm. Mm. A chief Mm. is one who weeps for his people. Um, And and to be a chief is not to have authority over your people, Uh, to be a chief is to be granted the authority to represent your people and speak for your people because they trust you so much yes and they trust you so much because you move with them in your heart and and you so stand for them mm. and you so are with them and from them that that they uh, they they fully trust you yes. to speak on their behalf to lead on their behalf and uh and the moment they no longer feel that way you're no longer a chief yes so authority in a native american context that's something you grant is not taken. moment moment. to moment the moment that you no longer feel someone speaks for with you in their heart they're no longer your chief
1: but it's the same kind of trust in that it's the same kind of trust in people that they know what's right, you know, instead of us in the way that we don't trust ourselves because we're wrong. And so we need to put a system in place that will do it for us. You know, we need to have a third party that will do it for us. We need to have a, a voting system that will give that guy the power, you know, and it's a, a real lack of trust in you
0: know, in people, ourselves. We, we really, um elevate democracy is like the best governing system Um, But democracy Is still in many ways (laughs) the majority forcing the minority to do things the majority's way and if you if you elect new leaders every four years there's a perpetual state of fear and threats of Losing your freedom, losing your possessions, losing your way of life by who gets elected the next in the next four years.
1: And a, and a continued cultivation of domination. <laughs>
0: it's just, it's yes. in the system. Yes. And it's, it's, it's just assumed, yes. like we don't even question it. Yeah. And so it's, it's almost as if, well, to to lead is to dominate. Mm. So what's the best Yes. What's the kindest way of yes. leading? Well, the least
1: amount of damage.
0: <laughs> yeah, just, let's only dominate the less than fifty percent of the people at any yes. one time. Yes. <laughs> right. So, whereas in a Native American tradition,
1: we're, and if you're thinking, well, there's no other way right now, that's exactly the culture that we've been raised in. You know, yes. That we think there is no other way than that.
0: The water we're swimming in. So when you when. I post on my Facebook group about men leading or men not compromising. It can sound very much like the kind of dominating leadership that we've been accustomed to in the West, which has in many ways harmed many people and harmed ourselves by self-domination. You know? Mm -hmm. We often try to dominate ourselves. Self-discipline, you know self-motivation like do it to yourself do it to the part of yourself that doesn't want to get with the program (laughs) you know this division self against self so in a native american way it's very different they have things like the talking stick for example everyone comes together sits in a circle it's not Everyone's sitting facing the, the leader who's up on a pedestal, you know Sit in the circle each person gets to a chance to speak their mind and say their piece and everyone Respects the right of that individual who's not in their sense an individual like in the West He's like one set of eyes of the tribe. He's the voice of, <clears throat> of He's the tribe. one heartbeat of this organism that has Many heartbeats, ears and eyes. He has his own wisdom, his own genius, is his, his he, he is also your ancestors, born again. He is also your brother on the battlefield. He is also your caretaker of the land.
1: Well I see now I see now how and I would love to explore this maybe next time, you know, how how the how the care for the other like I, I read a great piece about the main difference between Japan for example and, and, and say Europe or uh, United States is they have way more in everything they do the other in their mind the other you know and we don't have that we have me and I see a very clear connection although I can't really explain it of the if you have the other in your mind there's way more space for honor. If you don't have the other in your mind, then you're you're you way more prone to judgment, you know, because you're coming from here, you know. If the other is you, you know, it is, it's it's very hard to be judgmental because you would be judgmental of yourself as well.
0: Um, well, I've never I've never been to Japan. Um, however, on a conceptual level, there can be I see there can be a problem with that too, in that. You can become very docile docile, and just go along Mm -hmm. with still whatever the dominating head of the country or group uh, Mm. or the majority says, you know, um, there's, you know, there is mass suicide in in Japan, for example.
1: (laughs) That was was a causal explanation. That went very uh, quickly there. there,
0: There's there's great... I mean, shame is a big thing in Japan. Yes. And I think that... Uh, so, I'm not... Uh, I'm certainly not trying to say that I have the answers. However, um, there are ways of honor. There are ways of... Uh, culting and coming from an inner wholeness, not an inner dividedness. To the extent that you're divided is to the extent that I would suggest that you don't have honor. Honor is a state and a feeling of wholeness, wholeheartedness. It, it's, it feels like oneness and um, mm. to be divided against yourself and to be divided against your people is a state of suffering. It's a state of uh, separateness. Um, And you know, to be judged by your people is to feel shame. You know, to be judged by a part of yourself is to feel shame. And uh, so the work that we're doing is a work of reclaiming your honor, mm. leading from honor, leading from oneness, leading from connectedness to your people.
1: Care for.
0: And uh, not a way of self-dominating, but so imagine being a chief for yourself and a chief for your people. Meaning you have such trust in yourself, your own leadership that you just go along with your leadership. Your people have so much of a trust in you that you carry them in your heart, that they just flow with you. Or they don't,
1: or they don't, and you learn. You know, it's such a a natural thing.
0: So, the state that we're in today with so much addiction, depression, Trauma, the breaking up of families and communities, countries. um, Relationships, breaking up. Is very much a way of trying to lead through domination. Mm. Resolve conflict through domination. Yes. And uh, compromise is seen as a better alternative to domination. Yes. But it's still... It's the coward way of dealing with domination. Yes. It's, it's, okay, I just had a, a thought. I'm going to put it out there. Compromise, I just lost it, but it's like the compromise is the coward's way of making peace with false authority.
1: Uh huh. Okay, All <clears> the <throat> thought. What I was seeing is that compromise is ultimately an act of indifference. I do not care for you enough to try to make this work. I, instead, what I'm gonna do, I'm not liking it. I'm, but I'll go along with it anyway.
0: And in the back, I'll judge you. You Or it could be, also, I don't care about myself enough. Uh My own honor enough, my self-respect. Yes. I don't care enough about being a leader for my people. A compromise is given up. It's given up. It's it's and given in, given up and given in. It's yes. surrendered, um, surrendering your your heart centered, wholehearted leadership Yes. of, for and with your people.
1: And it's disconnecting from your people, from the other. It's like, OK, you know, you have it your way.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, a, you know, a man who leads his people via compromise right? First of all, all his women or his children have to do is get emotional and act like a victim and then to make the peace he compromises. Yes. Who is the leader of his people then? The emotionalism of his woman and his children. Happy wife, happy life. <laughs> and he, ex- he makes an excuse yes. for his failure to lead yes. by saying things like happy yes. wife, happy yes. life. Yes. 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 Yes, and he's supported by rest of culture, and so he, they don't don't have to feel that bad. He is betraying his woman and his children and his people by surrendering his call to leadership to the emotionalism of the people who would otherwise want to follow his leadership. Is is this you? You know, um, and it's hard to see
1: where we're compromising. I once asked. My following you know how have you been compromising and I did not receive one answer not one and such is the power of compromise that you know we don't know when we're doing it
0: you know? yeah we're we're not attuned to when we're compromising as if it's a bad word mm, in the first place yeah and we're not attuned to honor for the most part yes as if it's the place to get to it yes Compromise as the place to move away from and, and honor as the place to get to and this is what we do inside of our work mm. <clears throat> Leading self and our people from a place of honor
1: yes. and
0: no compromise Yes, and this is the work we're gathering To do together with men who are choosing to take on the weight the load the responsibility to be trusted leaders of themselves and their people yes lead from honor and no compromise
1: and it it starts it starts with no compromise it starts by saying no to the things you've been compromising like really face that and start there you know be it your relationships or your work or your lifestyle or the dreams that you've been given up to say no more stop and then as you go and you reclaim and regain your honor you're also feel a bigger call and bigger power and love to take care of your people you will feel a stronger power to 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 do that your wings get bigger bigger and so you could take care of more people and um, that's the work we're doing at large and especially here in
0: Medellin yeah I you know in in many ways uh, <clears throat> men have been raised by single mothers learn this way of compromise and you know if to the extent that they always want mama's approval and they don't want to hurt mom you know they don't leave home and they don't leave her breast you know they always need that that suckling that mama approval and uh, and they stay uninitiated into male adulthood, into masculinity. They stay emasculated and they, they, to the extent that we compromise, we emasculate ourselves.
1: They don't,
0: yeah, they don't
1: have the freedom, the liberty that comes with being prepared to disappoint your, your mother. You know, they, they're so afraid of disappointing your mother and to become a man is to gain the freedom be prepared to do that if necessary
0: and you know they saw their mother suffer through a lot as yes. a single mother so it's normal and they wanted to be the good boy the yes. good son they wanted to comfort the mother when she was upset they wanted to be her her little hero naturally yes you know but without that uh, strong male role model you know to set boundaries to say no to lead even in the face of her upset um they don't, they don't learn to lead. Yes. They, they learn to still try to be a good enough boy. Mm-hmm. And um, we're a bit, I, and I think it's great as a, you know,
1: as a discussion a bit all over the place. What would you say right now in this moment, we have two ceremonies, live events coming up in Medellin, the end of October. What are they about? Who are they for?
0: So we're leading two ceremonies, which are also trainings uh, in the way of honor and no compromise as leadership of self and your people for men who wish to be even greater leaders of their people. This is really for men who have already separated from mama, for men who because not until you do separate and take on self-leadership fully, not being led by moms or or your woman's or, or society's upset, emotionalism, judgment, not until you've taken that, until you've stepped apart and taken on the challenges of that will you face the call to leadership and the challenges of leadership at the next level. So this is not for the boy who's still living at home. This is not for the, the male who has left home but is still letting mama lead the way. Yeah, this is
1: not for the man who lives alone but you still bring your laundry to mama.
0: <laughs> you know, this is for the man who is uh, making his own way in the world and who wishes to carry an even heavier load. Yes. He realizes that that my people need my leadership at the next level now, and I need my own leadership at the next level now. And he's willing to face that extra burden of responsibility.
1: Willing to face, by that I mean if you feel that call that you say, wow, there are some people that I could serve, take care of, but at the same time you feel the weight of that you know and the burden that could be you know that's exactly what it is that's exactly
0: who we want there you know what, if you look around your life and you can see the the ways that you've been trained to compromise and to some extent you're compromising which is perfectly natural in the western yes. world because we learn domination self domination and we learn compromise uh, these are the ways that we learn and there's there's very detrimental effects yes. to our own spirit of aliveness and honor and to our own people suffering yes. from lack of our powerful male leadership. So, um, I, it, this time away with men, with leaders, with men who are standing for being trusted leaders of their people, yes. this sacred time is worthwhile. Yes, you could say rite of passage, but also just not just rite of passage, but we just need this time every so often.
1: We need it because the, 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 the burden is, is so big. We need to know others are carrying as well.
0: To come and gather amongst other men, yes. to go on an honor quest every so often, to clean up how we've been compromising, to make our stand yes. again, to make it clean again, to reclaim our power again, Yes. our heart-based yes. authority to have our own trust and the trust of our people again yes so the first event the first event is a is a really profound and precise training in leading with no compromise leading in a way that reclaims your honor leading in a way that reclaims your self-trust and the trust of your people and leading in a way that that uh, generates a profound vision from your heart mm-hmm. that calls you into that next level of leadership. Mm-hmm. The second, uh, it, it, as much as I put words to it, is very much still something that you have to come and experience. You know, it's words will not do it justice. The second event is is the the second level really, um, and you can attend both back-to-back. There's a few days space in between to integrate. But you could attend one and then the next year or months later attend the second one. And the second event... um, The second event really deals with the conflicts that you encounter amongst your people as you are attempting to lead. The first one is much more about the conflicts in yourself, the second one is much more about the conflicts among your people. So between you and your your wife, your business partner, uh, you and your children, um, you and parents, you and brothers and sisters. You and community. Community, community leaders. Um, you can look all around to how we, you know, we very much go to war, you know. We move into a way of conflict that is that is warlike. That's how we tend to navigate divorce in the Western world. Um, we excommunicate people from the family. Uh, we excommunicate people from the church. You know, and the the trauma of that, and what is lost in that, what is broken, is, uh, is our people and our trust, and our trustworthiness, and so. Uh, we learn to confront and deal with the uh, this interpersonal conflict from a place that yes. restores and builds trust so
1: this is for I'm just looking at the, the names you know, this is for a this is for a Rob who's leading a community in uh, in Bucharest you know and and wants to take on a bigger load and, and creating win-win for him his staff, his clients, you know, maybe taking care of the younger men that come through the doors of his community. This is for a, a Christopher who's, you know, been very self-absorbed and is, is seeing the light of taking care of younger men and speak his genius to them because he has incredible experiences to give, you know. So how to do that with with honor and power, you know, for a Federico who's been a, a sexual healer for many years and, and now feels... A strong call to to bring his genius to other men you know and how to do that this is for a a Nicholas who you know is shifting from looking at spirituality to real relationship he's married and he's committed to his wife and and he has a a calling to bring what he knows what he sees what he's learned to to younger men you know so it's, it's it's for him it's for a it's for a Philippe you know who Who has incredible gifts and and has not found a way to to bring his lessons to the world you know and is like on the on a crossroads of like giving up or or going back in you know and take care of more people so it's for for all those people and and if you are in any way like them you know it's for you if you're ready to take on a bigger load to to care for more people and lead with honor and power and always looking for the win-win and without any compromise, then this is a great training.
0: And uh, we also have a Facebook group that we're opening. (coughs) where We're calling for men taking on next level responsibility, whatever that is (coughs) to come and join us and reclaim your honor and your vision with us there. Reclaim your people and we'll be doing some powerful trainings and great work inside of there. And by the way, I want to mention, you know, many men in the in the Western world, you know, we have, a, like I was saying before, we have a very kind of um, traumatized relationship to authority because we've, others have tried to dominate us, you know? And what I would say is you know, certainly, I'm not uh, facilitating these events or these trainings from a place of authority that I know best. That I, there's no me telling you what to do. This is simply, and I like to think of it as a sacred ceremony. It's you reclaiming the leadership, the leadership of your your own heart, your own full-heartedness, whole-heartedness, carrying. All your people in your heart, and from that place, you know what to do. And um, so it's in a, it's it's with a, a, a very sacred honoring of your sacred heart-centered leadership. It's 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 not uh, you know it's not a Michael Skyway at all. <laughs> Hopefully (laughs) not. It's uh, to whatever extent, you know, you feel I'm trying to dominate or or tell you what to do or whatever, then reject that, you know. In fact, I think this is very important, Hans, uh, for a first step for men wanting to reclaim a sense of authority in their own life where they really trust themselves. It's first to reject all false authority. So to the extent that you feel like a part of yourself is judging yourself into making a change, reject that authority. It's false authority, you know? To the extent that you feel like someone else is trying to judge you into uh, a new way of being, reject that authority, it's false authority. When you feel called from your heart into a, a next cha- a next level of change or a greater level of responsibility, that's when to answer the call. When you feel your own heart calling you, that's when to answer the call.
1: And, and, and when, when you're hearing that, we're here in service. Yes. So that's the offering I would like to extend, you yeah? know? Yes. If you hear and answer that call, I'm here to serve. Um, What's the details on Facebook? When is it live and when? Our first, our first
0: training will be next week. We're looking at next Tuesday, so we'll be opening up the Facebook group this weekend. Uh, Reach out to us in a message, private message, or post in the comments. But uh, say, stay tuned for our first training. Yeah, send a message right now if I don't
1: invite anyone or if you don't see the link or you want to make sure that you get in. Send a message now.
0: Talking to you, Clint.
1: See you tomorrow.